Faith, Hope and Love, Episode 371, the 13th Sunday of Ordinary Time, Year C. The Gospel this weekend raises a really important question of the extent to which we're capable of fooling ourselves, self-deceiving. We can't be wary enough of how much we can fool ourselves and justify what we want to do rather than what God wants us to do. The more we admit to ourselves that we're quite capable of falling into self-justifications, excuses, in order to mask our self-indulgence or to water down Christ's message, the more we will be open to Jesus' call to follow him, place our priorities at his service, meanwhile staying ever vigilant and wary of the trap of self-serving justifications and excuses. Christ says, come follow me, and this is the way of life, and we are not wrong to say, yes, Lord, and immediately get up and follow him. This is Faith, Hope and Love. When I was a child, my youthful heart, when it was running wild, But wiser now, I will rest those ways Though somehow, a part of me can say For faith, hope and love abide And the greatest one is love All people clap your hands Cry to God with shouts of joy. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Grace to you, and peace from God our Father, and the Lord Jesus Christ. Hello everyone, and may our Lord's mercy renew you, as we gather to listen to God's word, and contemplate the wonderful sacraments of God's love. My brothers and sisters, To prepare ourselves to celebrate the sacred mysteries, let us first call to mind our sins. Lord Jesus, you have revealed yourself as the way to the Father. Lord, have mercy. You have poured out on your people the Spirit of Truth. Christ, have mercy. You are the Good Shepherd, leading us to eternal life. Lord, have mercy. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace to
let us pray as children of the light. O God, who through the grace of adoption chose us to be children of light, grant, we pray, that we may not be wrapped in the darkness of error, but always be seen to stand in the bright light of truth. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God for ever and ever. Amen. A reading from the first book of Kings. The Lord spoke to the prophet Elijah and said, You shall anoint Elisha, son of Shaphat, as prophet in your place. So Elijah set out from there and found Elisha, who was ploughing. There were twelve yoke of oxen ahead of him, and he was with the twelfth. Elijah passed by Elisha and threw his mantle over him. Elisha left the oxen, ran after Elijah and said, Let me kiss my father and my mother, and then I will follow you. Then Elijah said to him, Go back again. For what have I done to you? Elisha returned from following Elijah, took the yoke of oxen and slaughtered them. Using the equipment from the oxen, he boiled their flesh and gave it to the people and they ate. Then Elisha set out and followed Elijah and became his servant. The Word of the Lord. You are my inheritance, O Lord. Preserve me, God, I take refuge in you. I say to you, you are my God. O Lord, it is you who are my portion and cup. It is you yourself who are my prize. I will bless the Lord who gives me counsel, who even at night directs my heart. I keep the Lord ever in my sight, since he is at my right hand, I shall stand firm. And so my heart rejoices, my soul is glad, even my body shall rest in safety. For you will not leave my soul among the dead, nor let your beloved know decay. You will show me the path of life, the fullness of joy in your presence. At your right hand, Happiness for ever. You are my inheritance, O Lord. A reading from the letter of St. Paul to the Galatians. Brothers and sisters, For freedom Christ has set us free. Stand firm, therefore, and do not submit again to a yoke of slavery. For you were called to freedom, brothers and sisters. Only do not use your freedom 
as an opportunity for self-indulgence, but through love become slaves to one another. For the whole law is summed up in a single commandment. You shall love your neighbour as yourself. If, however, you bite and devour one another, take care that you are not consumed by one another. Live by the Spirit, I say, and do not gratify the desires of the flesh. For what the flesh desires is opposed to the Spirit, and what the Spirit desires is opposed to the flesh. For these are opposed to each other, to prevent you from doing what you want. But if you are led by the Spirit, you are not subject to the law. The Word of the Lord Alleluia, Alleluia, Alleluia Speak, O Lord, your servant is listening. You have the words of everlasting life. Alleluia, Alleluia, Alleluia. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. When the days drew near for him to be taken up, Jesus set his face to go to Jerusalem, and he sent messengers ahead of him. On their way, they entered the village of the Samaritans to make ready for Jesus, but the Samaritans did not receive him, because his face was set toward Jerusalem. When his disciples James and John saw it, they said, Lord, do you want us to command fire to come down from heaven and consume them? But Jesus turned and rebuked them. Then they went on to another village. As they were going along the road, someone said to him, I will follow you wherever you go. And Jesus said to him, Foxes have holes, and birds of the air have nests, but the Son of Man has nowhere to lay his head. To another Jesus said, Follow me. But he replied, Lord, let me first go and bury my father. But Jesus said to him, Let the dead bury their own dead. But as for you, go and proclaim the kingdom of God. Another said, I will follow you, Lord, but let me first say farewell to those at my home. Jesus said to him, No one who puts a hand to the plough and looks back is fit for the kingdom of God. The Gospel of the Lord The Gospel this weekend shows various people coming up to Jesus and giving various excuses about why they can't immediately follow him, but how they're intending to follow him as soon as possible at some later stage. I think the key to this gospel is the first words of the passage. As the time drew near for Jesus to be taken up to heaven, in other words, there was no time left. There was an absolute urgency and immediacy to Jesus' last days. It even said he had set his face towards Jerusalem. The last days were coming for him in his ministry, and there was no time but the present. There was not a time for hesitation. 
There wasn't any time for excuses or delays. It was now or never. So irrespective of whether the excuses given by people were good or whether they were weak, nothing must be allowed to stop the mission of Christ, which was urgent and important. It needed to be accomplished, and everybody needed to drop their tools and come after him, spiritually and emotionally. So this gospel reminds us it's vital that we get our priorities right, because even a fairly reasonable priority, if it is the biggest priority in our life, might draw us away from an urgent and far more important one, but one that we don't hold as important. Jesus' gospel has this urgency, and it demands first priority, and Jesus doesn't apologise for that. We must not let the many reasons that surround us frustrate his plan. There may very well always be good reasons to put off until tomorrow, or much, much later, as is the case often, what really needs to be done today. And of course, tomorrow may never come, or tomorrow we might find another reason for not doing it. I recall a story being told to me of an Olympic champion who lived in the Eastern Bloc during the Cold War. This person wanted to defect to the West. When they finally decided to do so, they had to do it by literally turning their back on everything they had, their special car, their unique privileges, and they had to leave immediately. They couldn't hesitate. Hesitation would be disastrous, even fatal. So they could only carry what fitted into a small suitcase as if they were just going out for the day. If they'd tried to take anything more, it would clearly have alerted the authorities that they were planning to defect, to escape, and it would fail and would end tragically. So if something's important or urgent, hesitation or looking back could be catastrophic. Christ knew that, and this explains his attitude in the gospel. It's about setting out on an urgent and very important journey. Jesus has been, up to this point, travelling around the whole area of Jerusalem and the Jordan and all sorts of places, proclaiming the good news to as many as will listen. Now he's resolutely setting his face to the final end, to Jerusalem, and his impending suffering and death, which was necessary to save us. As he journeys, various people come up to him and say, I'd like to come with you too. And Jesus impresses on them. He's not forcing anyone to come along with him. Rather, he's giving them absolute freedom. But he's also saying, if you follow me, I need you to be totally and single-mindedly committed. There can't be any ifs or buts or hesitations, or you will fall by the wayside. It's simply too urgent and too difficult without that commitment. So to those who say, I'll follow you anywhere, but first I have to do such and such, Jesus cuts them off and says, forget it, go back. What's the point? I'm going this way, come with me now or don't come. There is only now. No time for wavering. The intensity and the urgency of Jesus is quite striking and quite understandable, his mission cannot be more strongly emphasised. The first reading has a strikingly similar tone and a similar incident. Elisha is chosen by the prophet Elijah to follow him as a disciple, symbolised by this beautiful image of the prophet Elijah throwing a cloak over the young man as Elijah walks past him. Elisha is obviously honoured And frightened, he knows that that symbolises that he's been chosen, chosen by a prophet, and chosen to follow him. So Elisha says, first, let me say goodbye to my parents. Elijah is affronted and says to him, 
Have I done anything to you? Am I forcing you to come with me? Go back and forget it. This has the desired shock effect on Alicia, who realises that this offer is here and now, once and only. If he rejects it now, there won't be another time. Elijah, in his wisdom, surely knew that Elisha would probably have gone back to say goodbye to his parents and they would have talked him out of it. And he probably wouldn't have returned. He would have hesitated, looked back and been lost. Lost the mission God wanted him to do. And so Elisha does not go back to say goodbye to his parents. He follows Elijah immediately. At various times, we can all find ourselves setting out on a new journey. And it can be quite frightening and unsettling. Some of those journeys we take in life are physical journeys, others are spiritual, vocational, or different kinds of journeys. These journeys create some hesitation and fears. They involve moving out of our comfort zone and into unfamiliar territory. We may become aware of dangers. Some of these dangers are quite real, but if the goal is worth it, then it's worth the risk. We also know that If we follow Jesus wherever he leads us without significant hesitations, God never is one to lead us down the wrong path, even if sometimes we've occasionally turned down seemingly dead-end streets in some of our decisions and actions. But we're sure that ultimately Christ will lead us to our destination. We trust in the shepherd who leads us in all the right paths and who's always true to his name. The Apostles' Creed. I believe in God the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. On the third day, he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and is seated at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From there he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and life everlasting. Amen. Confident that our God listens to all of our prayers, we pray for our needs and the needs of the whole Church. For all entrusted with the ministry of offering gospel truths and values to our disillusioned world, that they will persevere in their commitment to the task. Lord, hear us. For all who work for justice, that their efforts may begin in our own communities, so that people will find their message credible when they appeal for global justice. Lord, hear us. For all who suffer persecution for their beliefs, 
that they may find peace in their hearts. Lord, hear us. For all who are incapacitated as a result of illness or old age, that they may be cheered by our companionship. Lord, hear us. For all who have died, that they may now enjoy the fullness of your presence, especially those for whom we now pray. Lord, hear us. Gracious God, we ask you to hear our prayers and teach us to value one another in freedom, as you have given us freedom. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, for through your goodness we have received the bread we offer you, fruit of the earth and work of human hands. It will become for us the bread of life. By the mystery of this water and wine, May we come to share in the divinity of Christ, who humbled himself to share in our humanity. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, for through your goodness we have received the wine we offer you, fruit of the vine and work of human hands. It will become our spiritual drink. With humble and contrite heart, may we be accepted by you, O Lord, and may our sacrifice in your sight this day be pleasing to you, Lord God. Wash me, O Lord, from my iniquity, and cleanse me from my sin. Pray, brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God the Almighty Father. May the Lord accept the sacrifice at your hands for the praise and glory of his name, for our good and the good of all his holy church. O God, who graciously accomplished the effects of your mysteries, grant, we pray, that the deeds by which we serve you may be worthy of these sacred gifts. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks, Lord, Holy Father, Almighty and Eternal God, through Christ our Lord. For through his paschal mystery he accomplished the marvellous deed by which he has freed us from the yoke of sin and death, summoning us to the glory of being now called a chosen race, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people for your own possession, to proclaim everywhere your mighty works, for you have called us out of darkness into your own wonderful light. And so with angels and archangels, with thrones and dominions, and with all the hosts and powers of heaven, we sing the hymn of your glory, as without end we acclaim, Holy, Holy, Holy Lord, God of hosts, heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. To you, therefore, most merciful Father, we make humble prayer and petition through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, that you accept and bless these gifts, 
these offerings, these holy and unblemished sacrifices, which we offer you firstly for your holy Catholic Church, be pleased to grant her peace, to guard, unite and govern her throughout the whole world, together with your servant Francis our Pope and Mark our Bishop and all those who, holding to the truth, hand on the Catholic and apostolic faith. Remember, Lord, your servants. And all gathered here, whose faith and devotion are known to you. For them we offer you this sacrifice of praise, or they offer it for themselves and all those who are dear to them, for the redemption of their souls, in hope of health and well-being, and paying their homage to you, the eternal God, living and true. In communion with those whose memory we venerate, especially the glorious ever-Virgin Mary, Mother of God, and our Lord Jesus Christ, and blessed Joseph, her spouse, your blessed apostles and martyrs, Peter and Paul, Andrew, James, John, Thomas, James, Philip, Bartholomew, Matthew, Simon and Jude, Linus, Cletus, Clement, Sixtus, Cornelius, Cyprian, Lawrence, Chrysogenus, John and Paul, Cosmas and Damian, and all your saints. We ask that through their merits and prayers, in all things we may be defended by your protecting help. Therefore, Lord, we pray, graciously accept the oblation of our service, that of your whole family. Order our days in your peace, and command that we be delivered from eternal damnation and counted among the flock of those you have chosen. Be pleased, O God, we pray, to bless, acknowledge and approve this offering in every respect. Make it spiritual and acceptable so that it may become for us the body and blood of your most beloved Son, our Lord Jesus Christ. On the day before he was to suffer, he took bread in his holy and venerable hands, and with eyes raised to heaven, to you, O God, his Almighty Father. Giving you thanks, he said the blessing, broke the bread, and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up, for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took this precious chalice in his holy and venerable hands. And once more giving you thanks, he said the blessing and gave the chalice to his disciples, saying, Take this all of you, and drink from it. For this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many, for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The Mystery of Faith We proclaim your death, O Lord, and profess your resurrection, until you come again. Therefore, O Lord, as we celebrate the memorial of the blessed Passion, the resurrection from the dead, and the glorious ascension into heaven of Christ your Son, our Lord, we, your servants and your holy people, offer to your glorious majesty, from the gifts that you have given us, this pure victim, this holy victim, this spotless victim the holy bread of eternal life, 
and the chalice of everlasting salvation. Be pleased to look upon these offerings with a serene and kindly countenance, and to accept them as once you were pleased to accept the gifts of your servant Abel the just, the sacrifice of Abraham our father in faith, and the offering of your high priest Melchizedek, a holy sacrifice, a spotless victim. In humble prayer we ask you, Almighty God, command that these gifts be borne by the hands of your holy angel to your altar on high, in the sight of your divine majesty, so that all of us who through this participation at the altar receive the most holy body and blood of your Son may be filled with every grace and heavenly blessing. Remember also, Lord, your servants who have gone before us with the sign of faith and rest in the sleep of peace. Grant them, O Lord, we pray, and all who sleep in Christ a place of refreshment, light and peace. To us also, your servants, who, though sinners, hope in your abundant mercies, graciously grant some share and fellowship with your holy apostles and martyrs, with John the Baptist, Stephen, Matthias, Barnabas, Ignatius, Alexander, Marcellinus, Peter, Felicity, Perpetua, Agatha, Lucy, Agnes, Cecilia, Anastasia, and all your saints. Admit us, we beseech you, into their company, not weighing our merits, but granting us your pardon, through Christ our Lord, through whom you continue to make all these good things, O Lord. You sanctify them, fill them with life, bless them, and bestow them upon us. Through him, and with him, and in him, O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honour is yours for ever and ever. Amen. At the Saviour's command, informed by divine teaching, we dare to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress, as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Saviour, Jesus Christ. For the kingdom, the power and the glory are yours, now and forever. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity, in accordance with your will, who live and reign for ever and ever. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you always. Let us offer each other the sign of peace. May this mingling of the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ bring eternal life to us who receive it. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world. Have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world. Have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world. Grant us peace. 
Lord Jesus Christ, Son of the living God, who by the will of the Father and the work of the Holy Spirit, through your death gave life to the world, free me by this most holy body and blood from all my sins and from every evil. Keep me always faithful to your commandments and never let me be parted from you. Behold the Lamb of God. Behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word, and my soul shall be healed. May the body of Christ keep me safe for eternal life. May the blood of Christ keep me safe for eternal life. Communion Antiphon Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all within me his holy name. A prayer for spiritual communion in union with all those who are unable to physically receive communion at this time. My Jesus, I believe that you are present in the most holy sacrament. I love you above all things, and I desire to receive you in my soul. Since I cannot at this moment receive you sacramentally, come at least spiritually into my heart. I embrace you as if you were already there and unite myself wholly to you. Never permit me to be separated from you. Amen. The Body of Christ. Amen. The Blood of Christ. Amen. Let us pause for a time of quiet post-communion prayer and reflection.
What has passed our lips as food, O Lord, may we possess in purity of heart, that what has been given to us in time may be our healing for eternity. Let us pray. May this divine sacrifice we have offered and received fill us with life, O Lord, we pray, so that bound to you in lasting charity, we may bear fruit that lasts forever. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. Thanks everyone, and may God's grace strengthen your faith, hope and love, and may the Lord surprise you even in the trials and challenges of this coming week. The Lord be with you. May Almighty God bless you, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Go in peace, glorifying the Lord by your life. Faith, Hope and Love, Christian Worship and Reflection, led by Rev. Paul Kelly. Prayers and Chants, the Roman Missal, 3rd edition, copyright 2010, the International Commission on English and the Liturgy. Scriptures, New Revised Standard Version, copyright 1989 and 2009, the NCC USA. Psalms, 1963 and 2009, The Grail, Collins Publishers. Prayers of the Faithful, Together We Pray, by Robert Borg, E.J. Dwyer Publishers, 1993, Sydney, Australia. Sung Mass in Honour of St. Ralph Sherwin, by Jeffrey M. Ostrovsky, The Gloria, copyright 2011, ccwatershed.org. Faith, Hope and Love, Theme Hymn, in memory of William John Kelly, inspired by 1 Corinthians 13, 1-13. Music by Paul W. Kelly, arranged and sung with additional lyrics by Stefan Kelt, 2019. Quiet Time Instrumental Reflection Music, written by Paul W. Kelly, 1988-2007, and this arrangement, Stephen Kelp, 2020. Today I Arise, Patricia J. Kelly, original words and music by Paul W. Kelly, inspired by St. Patrick's Prayer, arranged and sung with additional lyrics by Stephen Kelp, 2019. Production by KER 2022. May God bless and keep you. Today I arise with love from on high, the name of the three in one. Today I arise through heavenly eyes, your grace to God and guide. Today it begins with strength from within, this day. I will